Hi, I'm Madeline. And I'm Madeline. And, and I, I am normal. normal. I, I am, am the best. best. My, My opinion, opinion is the only one that matters. Welcome back. Hello. Ooh, I went out, I was a little too peppy with that one. I'm sorry. Welcome back. Hello. I feel like my voice went really deep. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Sometimes my voice goes deep. Did you ever listen to, like, Delilah on the radio growing up? Delilah? Delilah. Was that? No. Not? Okay. <laughs> Maybe I, like, here's the, it was distinctly a part of, like, my dad, like, being in the car with my dad. Oh. Uh. Um, like, for, like, weekend pickups and drop-offs and things. We listened to Radio Disney. Oh, so jealous. Yeah. It didn't, I was in the middle of nowhere. We didn't have oh, Radio Disney. I lived in Kansas City. Yeah. We had to pay for Sirius Satellite Radio to listen to Radio Disney. Oh. Yeah. Because you were in the middle of nowhere. Middle of nowhere. Middle of nowhere. <laughs> Here's the thing, is, like, we had jokes about how we weren't classy enough for 7-Eleven. There are no 7-Elevens where I'm from. The nearest Starbucks is an hour and a half away from my hometown, and it's inside the nearest Target. I mean, same, because we grew up an hour apart. Yeah. 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 We did. Oh, you we did actually... not grow up, so we've been friends for, did we talk about this? Oh, yes, we've been friends for 20 years. We only went, we were in school together for first and second grade. And that's it. That's it. After... We've just stayed in touch for 20 years. It'll be 20 years this year. This year. Uh, <laughs> and... I'm sorry you forgot what you were saying. I I do know where I wanted to start this episode okay, off. Okay, go. And I'm so sorry. I I first of all, I do want to apologize for missing last week. It was my fault. I didn't feel good. So we just didn't record. Yeah. That's um, true. Yeah. <laughs> um and I mean, I don't know why I'm like it, it was my period. I feel like I can share that with you. We started I, I off mean, on a pretty yeah, familiar foot. <laughs> After our first episode, where I shared with the world that hey, it's covered in blood, covered, covered, I'm covered in vomit. You're covered in blood. Neither of us Gosh. were gonna leave. I will say, like, I don't know if you're on, like, if you end up on, like, backrooms TikTok, which is a very weird experience. There is something extremely backroomish about being in a bathroom stall, listening to like Anton Man through <laughs> the walls of the stadium, like shaking the earth and the, like army bombs still going off in time with the music everything covered in vomit just covered um hey nice throwback to episode one nice throwback anyways um where were we gonna start with this oh yeah so a fan zone that i used to be in had a bit of an update recently and i here i have to talk about it i have to yes it doesn't matter how many years removed i am from this fandom. We gotta talk about fandoms. It, it's an important part of my life. And this one, yeah. this was a fandom that I was into for so long. And it was, I'm, like, if I'm completely honest, it was one of the most important fandoms. I would say it was the most important fandom I was into in high school. And one of the more important fandoms in my, like, overall life. Mm -hmm. And I'm so sorry to say it was Teen Wolf. Um, so the Teen Wolf movie came out recently. <laughs> Did you watch it? No, absolutely not. Here's my thing. Because my mom was like, uh, well, we all know you're still going to watch it even though it's bad. Which, like, I did watch a lot of Teen Wolf even though it was bad. Um, but, like, I, 
They killed Allison in season three, second they to last did. episode. I watched. I don't think I even finished the last episode of season three. I think it just kind of played, and I think I was just like, well, that's done and over with. I think that's where I watched too. Like, to when Allison died? That was yeah. so stupid. Why did they kill her? So, what I will say about Teen Wolf is I have never seen actors flee from a show the way they fled from Teen Wolf. Mm. And I'm not saying that means anything, but I am saying I've never seen it the way that it happened on Teen Wolf. They did run away fast. You know why I think Riverdale might be a cult? It's because they, they're, they're still there. They're still there. <laughs> Riverdale might be a cult. They're hilarious, but like their TikToks are still, so funny. They are so. But I funny. think they are losing their minds. I think they are too. I think they're in a cult or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They they've done a little bit too much jingle jangle. Um, <laughs> I've only like, seen season one, and it just gives keep it keeps getting weirder and weirder. See, okay. Here's the thing: is I have so many thoughts about Teen Wolf. Okay, let me tell you about this movie. First of all, my mom was like, we all know you're going to watch it anyways. And I was like, I'm not, and here's why. And that is because, for those of you who don't know about the Teen Wolf movie, it was kind of a scandal when it was announced because they also, um, right around the same, like, either the same day or very close to the same day, it was also revealed that Arden Cho, who was the only uh, woman of color in the main cast, uh, was offered less money for returning to the show as her other, like, female counterparts. And, well, like, one argument was that, well, she wasn't on the show for all six seasons. And it's like, well, yeah, but Whatever. that's... Well, also, what's really fucked up about that is that when they wrote Kira off of the show, they didn't tell Arden until they had started filming the last season. So oh she gosh. literally films her last scene ever thinking she's going to return, and then she's just never mentioned again. Holy shit, I, yeah, and then they were going to bring her back for the movie and pay her less. So it's like, it's so racist. It's so blatantly, obviously racist. And I, like, I want no part of it. I'm not going to watch it. I'm not going to have anything to do with it. But I did have, find, <laughs> I found out some information about it against my will. And I, I'm here to make it <laughs> everyone happens. else's. It's everyone else's problem now. All right? <laughs> You're going to have to suffer with me because I do still have some emotional investment in this. So they killed Allison in season three, right? Yeah. Oh, hey, spoilers for Teen Wolf. <laughs> I'm sorry, if you haven't seen Teen Wolf by now... Like... Also, it's Teen Wolf. It's not good enough for a spoiler <laughs> warning. It's what it's probably the worst TV show I've ever watched in my life. And I knew that when I was watching it, and I still enjoyed it. And I have a lot of... I would love to like go on a deep dive about Teen Wolf sometime, because I think it unintentionally makes some really interesting points. <laughs> but it, it's so bad, I can't believe they did it on purpose. They might have. I don't think so. Um... <laughs> Hey, if you worked on Teen Wolf. What's up? <laughs> Sup. We're still being nicer to you than we were to Dan Hall. <laughs> I don't like him. I don't know if you got that, but I don't like him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's not uh, my favorite person. Not my favorite person. <laughs> and I have room to talk because I was in that fandom for like, that was my main high school fandom was... Yeah, and that's I, that. This is that's why this is so perfect. Is like the the death of of that. Like last week, I think we put your Dan Howell phase to rest. Finally, last week it was two weeks ago. Yeah, sorry. We, so sorry. All my bad. I'll take full credit for that. My body hates me. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, menstruating folk, do you get a migraine the day before you start your period and like the at the very end of your period as well? 
Uh, comment below. <laughs> comment on the non-commentable podcast. Sometimes being a person who menstruates sucks. It does. It does. It's awful. It's the I, And here's the thing is, like, um, like trans wow. men have talked about how when they start taking testosterone, their pain tolerance lowers. Like, they have such a, a lower threshold for pain. And I, I think it would be so funny. <laughs> because even with those, like, period simulators, it's still, it's just cramps. You're not, like... Wuss. <laughs> it's not even... There's no... First of all, you've seen women do them. They're like, this is not bad at all. But second of all, like, there are so many other elements to a period. First of all, it goes on forever. Yeah. <laughs> and second of all, like, because it's a cycle, it controls your entire month. And because it in controls your entire month, every month, it controls your entire life. Well, it hurts when you get kicked in the balls. Shut the fuck up. Then don't get kicked in the balls. You're I don't... stupid. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, maybe you do deserve to be kicked in the balls. Yeah, <laughs> like, I... <laughs> I... I cannot... I cannot... I'm so sick of There that. are things you can do to mitigate that in your life. There is absolutely nothing I can do to mitigate. Like, I'm gonna have a hormone migraine. I'm gonna have really painful breakouts. I'm gonna have... You know what? I'm gonna... I almost took it really gross. And I'm gonna <laughs> dial it back. No, don't go too gross. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna dial it back. <laughs> Teen Wolf. So the thing... <laughs> Men are annoying. Better, and that's hang on, that's actually a, one of my main grievances with Teen Wolf is so it's can I can I just go off? Yeah. All right, sweet. I'm holding you captive while I go on my Teen Wolf rant. So one thing. Well, f okay. Men. Men. <laughs> we'll start with men. We'll start with that. One thing that I think is really interesting about Teen Wolf is. When I, the whole reason that I started watching it, and I'm sure if you were uh, a Teen Wolf fan in, like, 2012, you know, you can relate, you're familiar with. So they put out this video with two of the male stars who were, like, really commonly shipped together from, like, season mm. one. This was, like, while season two was airing. Styles. Yes. It was... And what is his name? Derek. Derek. R.I.P. We're getting there. <sighs> I'm so mad. Anyways, so they ha they put them on a boat together um, for, like, the TV Guide Network at, like, Comic-Con, and they p filmed this promotion where they were like, the Teen Choice Awards are coming up, and if you vote for us and we win, something might happen. And they were like, and I mean, they were, like, fully wrapped around each other. And I was like, oh, I am a young queer youth, and I love representation. I didn't know there was, like, uh, now there's all, this, all these conversations about, like, well, the age gap is weird. And I'm not telling you you're wrong. I am telling you I was also a teenager at this time. So my perspective on this Derek thing is maybe a little bit different. I didn't, I didn't see anything wrong with it at the time, but I was also, you a know, youth. <laughs> I was a youth, yes. you know, and the other thing, like there, there are factors to it. And one of the factors is that, A, even when I started watching the show, I did not know there was an age gap. B, I fully thought Styles was the main character. Um, <laughs> he was, I'm sorry. What was his name? Scott. Scott. And that's a, an idiot. He was such an and that's a whole other that's a whole other thing and that goes into my like men are annoying. <laughs> so Styles becomes this like wildly popular character and Scott's actor got really annoyed 
that he wasn't getting as much attention. Which also, like, in their marketing, they specifically, like, they were selling us Styles and Derek. Of course we thought they were the main characters. <laughs> and then, so this is while season two is airing. And then for season three, right, they don't even have scenes together anymore. So it was like a running gag in fuck? season one and season two that they were the only two characters who didn't have a love interest, so they would get thrown together in some like life or death situation. And then it inevitably became a little bit homoerotic, as things do. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and if I'll show you the scenes. They are. <laughs> oh, I believe it. Um, I don't know if it was intentional, but you know how it is. And... I just so by see, so they put all this marketing into getting all of the the, the queer youth to watch this uh, show, and then they don't even put the characters that they like sold us in scenes together anymore. What the fuck? And here's here's how I know it wasn't an age difference thing is because okay, so Allison dies in the Teen Wolf movie, right? No, in the Teen Wolf TV show, she dies in season three. Right. They bring her back for the movie, which is another thing that doesn't make sense with the whole Arden. Yeah, Arden show doesn't get paid as much money because she wasn't there for the whole series, but neither was Crystal Reed, and guess who was still offered more money? It's Allison's actress. Anyways, she is white. That's relevant if you think it is. It is. Um, <laughs> but here's where it gets, like fucking wild is she died in season three they bring her back in the movie she is canonically 17 in the movie they canonically call her 17 how did they bring her back i don't i'm not gonna watch the movie and find out but guess who guess who i've seen gifts of her kissing who is an in his 30s scott mccall main character dude which like scott was always fucking creepy with allison and that's a whole was weird scott was weird (laughs) and like the really fucked up thing is like none of the other werewolves are like even half as creepy as he is he is so bad touchy the first time i saw his wolf face i would burst (laughs) out laughing oh i hate it i know i have seen teen wolf by the way yeah i have seen it i just it was not wow i fucking hate it i cannot watch it again i watched it once i can't do it And I, I made it to as far as Allison died. Once Allison died, I was like, no. Nah. Allison is a really cool character. Yeah. But I think Allison appeals to a very... Here's my, here's my, here's my thing about Allison. Okay, I'm, I get very passionate about Allison Argent. Because I think she has one of the coolest character arcs of any love interest ever. Which is also why I was a little bit pissed when I found out they were bringing her back for the movie. Is because Teen Wolf doesn't do anybody any justice ever. <laughs> it's the worst writing I've ever seen. Even worse than Riverdale? I only watched season one of Riverdale, and that was actually not that bad. Season one's pretty good. Teen Wolf is bad. Riverdale's just really weird. See, I think think Riverdale is hate bait. Yes. Like, I don't think anybody is on that show making a serious... (laughs) No. And the thing with Teen Wolf is, especially in, like, the first three seasons... They took themselves seriously, didn't they? It was at least incredibly earnest. Mm. I don't... I'm not gonna say they took themselves seriously. There's a lot of, like... Like, the first two seasons are funny. They are very funny. Um, and that's intentional. There's, like, a, a, a levity to it that I think you have to bring to an MTV TV show reboot of an 80s movie <laughs> that nobody in my generation had seen. My mom does all the shopping. My mom does all the great. What a what a brilliant line! What, what I, I do think that's very funny. That was such a. Br- there were some. My mom does all the shopping. Here's the thing: is like 
Teen Wolf is such a bad show that had such golden moments. And one of them is Alice and Argent. So there's this, um, okay, so Allison is from a family of hunters, which plays into this whole, like, Scott's newly turned werewolf. She is from a family of hunters, but she doesn't know that they're hunters, and their love is forbidden and star-crossed, and it's bad. Obviously, it's bad. <laughs> we all know it's bad. Um, but here's where it's actually, like, kind of cool, and I, I hate admitting it. What I will say is, so she's, and I, I think because we both have such unique upbringings, there is something in Allison <laughs> that we relate to in this, uh... Like, her family is so hyper-militant. Ah. Uh, and I... Yeah, I thought she was so cute. Well, yeah, and I... What I... So one of the main villains of season one is her aunt, mm-hmm. right? Which, by the way... I mean, if you didn't get it by now, spoilers abound. Um, <laughs> uh, her aunt is one of the main villains of season one, Kate Argent. And mm-hmm. she's... I'm going to be real with you. Season one, Kate Argent is one of the scariest villains I've ever seen in my life. I don't remember Teen Wolf that well. That's good. Yeah. And and here's, I, it is kind of fun to explain the more fucked up elements to you and watch you go, what the fuck? Because yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, because I, I don't, I don't remember Teen Wolf. This is a show I was watching as a teenager, by the way. This was marketed to the teens as, like, Euphoria is bad, but like, something else was going on with, anyways. Um... <laughs> Which, not bad, but, like, the shit that happens to the teens in Euphoria is really fucked up. That is what I was saying. It's not a bad... Anyways. Um, bad shit happens to them. Weirder shit happened to the Teen Wolf kids. Um, the teen Wolf kids. Well, because they were our age at the yeah. time, too. Which, like, added a whole other spin to it. Which, technically, they're two years older than us. Because the the timeline is so... Like, season one and season two are in this... Are, like a week apart Mm -hmm. in the timeline, which is also wild to me. Um, I decide which is more fucked up, the Twilight time frame or the Teen Wolf time frame. It's Twilight. But, um, (laughs) Allison, family, really fucked up. Her aunt is the person that she's closest to in her family. And her aunt is like the only person in her family who kind of treats her like a person. Everyone else kind of treats her like this fragile little doll that's gonna break if they so much as like you know and it's it's Mm -hmm. and you can you can see it in the way that they they treat her and you can see the way that she sees it too and then in season one there's this moment where they all get trapped in by like the the main villain which is uh the they only really referred it's a it's also season one is a murder mystery and so it starts with that yeah yeah i will say as far as like reboots of things that nobody's cared about since like ni- the 1980s <laughs> uh starting season one with a murder mystery team wolf did it first mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> riverdale probably did it better <laughs> you know season one of riverdale was like it was it was bad but it was like still good like i enjoyed it i honestly don't think it was that bad if i remember right i i thought it was we watched it twice, remember? Yeah, no, I, I... I like Riverdale. I've seen it three times. Yeah, I have only seen season one. I think I've seen... I think you saw part, parts I, I think of I've seen season two. Parts of season two. Yeah. I know Cheryl Blossom becomes a lesbian. Yes, she does. And that's... Or, like, is? I'm it just, is, I've, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, anyways. Teen Wolf. <laughs> 
So Kate Argent is the only person in Allison's family who treats her like a full person. It's the person that she's closest to in her family. Her aunt is the scariest villain I've ever seen in my life. She is... So prior to season one, she had... There's a character named Derek Hale, and he's never had a good day ever in his life. (laughs) And in, like... Prior to season one happening, his whole family dies in a fire. Throughout season one, you find out she seduced a teenage him as a grown woman, used him to find out information to be able to kill his whole family in a house fire. Jesus Christ. Ooh, didn't something happen in the movie about that? Yeah, yeah, no. I... (sighs) Should I, should I just drop that now? I guess it doesn't matter. Who watched the TV movie? Uh, hopefully nobody. Yeah. Because I want to point out again, incredibly, like, I can't, I cannot morally, financially support no. that kind of gross racism. But, um, you know, this is also a judgment-free zone. Because yeah. I did if watch Teen watch Wolf. It, it's, it's fine, but, like, I feel like nobody watched it. Yeah, no, yeah. it was, like, straight to Paramount+, Plus, which mm-hmm. is also, like, not a great sign. Well, here's the other really... So, Styles is the main character. The Teen Wolf movie... Guess who the... Okay, guess who the main villain of the Teen Wolf movie is? Who? The, uh, the Nogitsune that possessed Styles in season three. And then they bring yeah. back Allison, who was killed by the Nogitsune, for somehow. I don't know how. Um, and then... Something, like, I don't know. I was on the Tumblr tags, and somebody was pointing out, like... The, the movie as a whole did not make much sense, but yeah, if you think about like, it from what? the perspective of they wrote a movie to cash in on their most popular character, Styles, and then the actor declined to return for the movie and they just went ahead with the script anyways with all of the uh, glaring plot holes. And so... Who is the bad guy then? He's still Captain Agitzene. But who did it possess? I have no idea. I think so. Derek Hale has a son, and I think there was oh my something. God, uh, a son who is a uh, plaid wearing, sarcastic, brown haired, brown eyed, police Styles two point <laughs> They couldn't give us Derek, but they did give us Styles two point oh. Annoys me. Oh, everything about it is absolutely infuriating. Yeah. They couldn't get uh, Dylan O'Brien to return for. <laughs> Why would he? Why would he? I I will say. I, I'm kind of done with him, but I did enjoy watching him like hate tweets all day the day the movie was announced. That was funny. <laughs> that, that was funny. It was pretty entertaining. Um, so they couldn't get the actor to return, but they had given him the Jeep when they wrapped filming. So th- they gave Dylan O'Brien the Jeep that he drives in the TV show. Mm-hmm. And the Jeep is iconic. The Jeep had its own fandom. People shipped the Jeep with other cars. All right. Yeah. Fandom culture was wild back in the old days. I loved fandom culture when the internet was still new. Yeah. Yeah. I like newer. Newer. We, when, I think before we, capitalism took it over. Yeah, back in yeah. the wild west days. Back in the wild west days. Yeah. Fandom culture was wild. Yeah. You could ship a car with a car. And that was fine. That was fun. I loved it. It was so fun. So you just fun. You just did stuff because you could. Yeah. For no other reason. Me and my friends got so many websites blocked through our... Because we were the <laughs> ones finding all the bad websites. Ooh, which and, get blocked. Oh, gosh. I, I can't remember the names of all of them, but... 
my friends just kept finding random, like, funny websites, and they were, like, really inappropriate, though. <laughs> we got so many of them blocked. I love, I love the internet. I love fandom culture. I love the fandom culture. I yeah. love, oh my gosh, speaking of fandom culture, the yet to come. Yeah. Hey, really quick, Derek Hale dies in the movie and it made me sad. Let's talk about BTS. Destiel. <laughs> oh God. I, here's the thing. Somebody said they sent him to super mega hell and I can't tell out, I can't tell if that's like a joke that they followed the format. Uh, of like, oh, well, they, they killed him in a fire and his whole family died in a fire, so they super... Or if he actually got sent to super mega hell, and I can't tell which one is more homophobic. I hate Supernatural. I hate Teen Wolf. <laughs> oh, so many horrible shows. But speaking of fan culture... We've seen Yet to Come Twice. We've seen Yet to Come Twice. It was so fun. It was it... so fun. The first time we took your cousin, and then the second time we took your cousin. <laughs> yeah, but it was two different cousins, because yes. I have a lot of cousins... Mormon family. I've got lots of cousins. So many. <laughs> and I've met them all. You have met them all, and I have quite a lot, which honestly is very surprising. I cannot believe you've met all of my cousins. I don't think you've met one of mine. I've never met any of your cousins. I but you know everyone in my family. Mom's side and dad's side. She knows everybody. Yeah, and they know... I've... Like, let's face it. I'm adopted. Yeah. You've been around I'm... for 20 years. Everybody <laughs> yeah. knows you. But yeah, so we... Went and we took my two cousins and it was really cool. So the first one we went with my cousin who is our age. Um, and we uh, got a bunch of freebies. We got a bracelet. Yeah, we got more bracelets. We wear a lot of bracelets. They know. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever we get talking, like, real, if you hear that noise and you've been wondering what it was, when we get talking, it's our... I, we've we move our hands around it. and bracelets. Oh no, we mentioned it in the Christmas episode. I was like, we've told them about the bracelets. No, we haven't. Yeah, it's in the secret Christmas episode. The secret Christmas episode. But yeah, so if you hear any jangling, that's, we're they, talking with our hands. If. That's yeah. half the podcast. And we've discussed taking them off, but hear me out. I don't want to. I don't like taking my bracelets off. Yeah, we wear no. a lot of bracelets. And that makes me feel bad. Yeah, I don't take my bracelets off for a shower. Yeah, sometimes I don't even take them off to shower. I, I need a lot. I need them. I need them with me at all times, <laughs> especially this new one that has. Uh, so somebody was handing out bracelets that were themed for uh, a different BTS member with a photo card in a little freebie bag. So cute. So cute. So cute. I did give your cousin the photo card that came in mind, but I kept the bracelet because it was just so cute. But it was a V. It was a V bracelet. She said. Um, I she say said, V because it has a V on here. I do call him Tay. Yes. <laughs> um, it was because my cousin said that she even chose a bias. Yeah. It leans over. Who's the one in the white with the green lines down it? Oh, that's, that's Tay. Uh, v. v. And she's like, V, okay. Yeah. I was like, yes, good choice. I like it. Yeah. But yeah, we had a lot of fun. And then today we went with my cousin who was eight. And she was so cute. She was so cute. She was so cute. She sat in the middle and she danced the whole time. The whole time. It was so yeah. cute. She she borrowed one of your army bombs because you have two. Yes. I let I let both of your cousins borrow yes, my, both of my, my bonus army bomb. I have a shopping problem and I'm working on it. I don't know. Part of me wants to get another one too. I've I've 
height. It's it, mine's getting old, and we've been through a lot together. But I, I don't want it to get hurt. Also, it, the new ones are really bright. They're really bright. Those are like flashlights. Yeah. Yeah. I do like that the older model has the shakers in it, though. Yes. And that does add to the fun for me. Yes. I love sitting there just going, <laughs> shaking it. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's probably what the person next to me was saying. I'm so sorry. <laughs> the, the point of view, you're next to us at a BTS concert. <laughs> that's, that's much quieter than it actually is. And everyone at both theaters was so fun. So fun. Everybody yeah. was so fun. So many freebies. Oh, my coworker also went with me. Um, Lovely. She, she was, was delightful. Fun. Um, but yeah, just everybody was just having a good time. And it felt like you were visiting friends. And Yeah. It was so fun. We had like a whole crowd built up at the first theater. Yeah, because we were waiting for my cousin. And we just had a bunch of people standing around we were all just talking about bts and we were very obviously like i don't i don't show up to bts events in not bts apparel oh, yeah i'm decked <laughs> out my my cute little cousin who came with us today we i have a few bts pins so i pinned them all over her shirt because she's like i have to wear something bts i got you girlfriend don't worry <laughs> yeah we had her back I don't want anyone to feel left out. Yeah. And there's so many things that, like, build up the experience. Exactly. But yeah, the first night we had a bunch of people just, like, talking, and it was so fun. And that was the same day that Jungkook's... Oh, oh. yes. Hmm. Jungkook's four and a half... There's been so much going on in there's Army Land. so much That was the four on. and a half hour live, not not the second. How much of it did you, did you see? Um, I think I slept through the first two hours. Mm. I slept through the first hour, and I woke up, and I was like, ah! And I, I'm really glad my grandma wasn't home at the time, because I literally, like, yelled. I can't believe I missed Jungkook's first live. No, he was still on. No, people watched him get on live, went into the movie theater, came out of the movie theater, and he was still on live. <laughs> I love him. I love him. That was so... He sleeps in Bam's kennel. Sometimes I'm just like, what? Seven is... mattresses in his house, at least. I don't... He had, like, eight candles on his table. <laughs> he had, like, eight candles. And Twenty an diffusers. An AirPod container. You know who they're, uh, the face of, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Namjoon has gone on record saying he's on his 34th pair of iPod... iPod. AirPod. Uh, AirPods. AirPod. <laughs> That was hard to say. Yes, who's broken has never owned AirPods. I don't want AirPods. I feel like I would lose them so fast. I have small, I and I always tell people, I'm like, I have small ears. There's no way they're going to fit. And they're like, oh, no, they will. And then I, like, put them in, and I'm like, no, they, they don't fit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I, like my, I like my headphones. Either I, either I have oddly shaped ears, or y'all are very talented at <laughs> holding them in your ears. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Jungkook's. He's I, he unholy. Was, <laughs> uh, I, uh, where, where did he learn every word and the dance? Yeah, the dance. Why did he do that? Why? Why did he find that necessary? And the dance. Oh my gosh, the dance was like extra unnecessary. That was the only thing on my timeline forever. <laughs> that was the only thing on my timeline. Just Jungkook doing the unholy dance, <laughs> and I watched it every single time. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't rewatched it. I'm not strong enough. Oh! I, here's the thing. 
He is your bias, and I cannot watch respectfully. <laughs> I'm working on it. I really want to get there. Um, <laughs> he is mine. Yeah. No, and I understand, and I, I respect that. And I also respect him as his own independent person. I don't want to... I cannot... I, I want to look respectfully. <laughs> I'm struggling with that at the moment. Yeah. That was that was just so fun. And then, so we went into the theater the same day, and people just were like, so did you watch it? Of course we watched it. Like, so many people were asking. As, like, like, as people came up to us, it was like, oh, did, who's your bias? Did you see John Cook's Live? Of course. Did you see Yungi's Instagram? Which we, uh, we're going there. Don't worry. But, like, even as we were, like, sitting down in the theater, somebody, like, stood up and they were like, John Cook's Live? Yeah! Yes! It was... <laughs> Oh, great. And <laughs> tell them the story about when my cousin leaned over and asked you who, like, your favorite was. It oh, I'm not sure that she asked. I think I just leaned over and I was like, the one in the flat earther shirt is the love of my life. And then and somebody, then, oh, yeah. Yeah, and then they were doing, like, the mints and yes. the starting mints. And Yoongi came up, and of course, you know, I screamed, Yoongi, marry me, because obviously. Who doesn't? But somebody behind me let out this, like, blood-curdling, Yoongi! <laughs> I mean, it had some reverb on it. It was it pretty was, impressive. And she goes, oh, you are not alone. Because here's the thing, is everybody thinks we're nuts. Everybody, yeah, thinks, everybody we're thinks we are nuts, but when we're at a BTS concert, we fit right in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not any more nuts than any other, like, fellow army. Yeah. If you know? purple blood, yeah, yeah, it, it, it is so fun. We've been trying to get my cousin into BTS, but it, I'm trying to get everybody I know into BTS. Always. I, I, yeah, I'm trying to get as many people into. If BTS. you're worthy, yeah, yeah, I'll be like that person is who I'm going to get. Yeah, into BTS. no, I gatekeep. <laughs> Yeah, I gatekeep unless you are worthy. Yeah. I if you if I don't think you are worthy and somebody brings BTS up to me, I'll be like, "Yeah, I'll I'll answer their questions like maybe one or two words. I don't want to go into it because usually it goes into them like making fun or not understanding it. I'm done with that. That's annoying." I had a coworker. Either you get it or you don't. Either you get it or you don't. And I, okay, so I had this coworker, um, my old job. I don't have a job anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Still funny. Um, I couldn't, I did not, did not enjoy conversations with this person because they would, so the whole reason they started talking to me is like, we had one of those open floor plan offices that is Ugh. just the worst. I, the place that I worked for it is if if you've ever seen the nineteen eighty um oh my gosh, Dolly Parton, what is it called? Nine to five. Got a whole song named after it and everything. <laughs> Nine to five. Uh great movie. So funny. You could not make it today. Uh the evil corporation in that movie is the one that I worked for. Like same rules and everything. It's really wild. Um But so I guess he had, like, overheard me talking about BTS, because obviously. And so he was like, oh, you like BTS? And I was, first of all, he had a Hello Kitty on his, Oh, like, gag. Yeah, so you already know the kind of person. Oh. Yeah, like, a, um, in his 40s. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, so he was I like, oh. Like those kind of people. No, the I'm worst. sorry. No. Yeah, I, no. I can't. Well, and, like, here's the thing. 
it's a red flag for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, so he comes up to me and he's like, so I, I overheard you talking about BTS. And I was like, I love BTS. He's like, oh yeah, I like K-pop. Uh, all right. Well, first of all, that's not what I said. <laughs> if I liked K-pop, I would say, I don't like K-pop. I am not a fan of K-pop. Yeah. If, <laughs> he was like, so what else do you listen to? And I was like, no, I mean, just BTS. He's like, oh, well, have you heard of? Yes. Yes, I have heard of that I person. have heard of. <laughs> You're asking me, a person who has been into BTS you think forever. I, you <laughs> think I'm out here talking about BTS to everyone I know and I haven't heard of. Plays. Yeah, no, I've heard of them. And it was... It was infuriating. And, like, my dear Purple Bloods, whatever bands you think they brought up, it was those. And, of course, I had to be like, uh, yeah, no, it's not really my thing. Oh, well, why not? Because they suck. <laughs> well, and, like, the conversation turned one time to, like, the way that female artists are specifically treated in, like, the K-pop scene. Uh-huh. And he was like, well, have you ever considered? It's like, first of all, Ugh. don't, are you really sitting here in our corporate break room asking <laughs> me if I've ever considered what it's like to experience discrimination in a workplace? Good lord. Like, I understand it's the music industry, and it's probably pretty different, but yeah. I promise you, I have considered it. And, like, and so the question that, like, so they're so... It's, <laughs> they're here, so men are exhausting. <laughs> exhausting. It, like, that's the best word that I have for it. That it's is the... Yes. Exhausting. Just looking at them sometimes makes me feel drained. Same man, same man, came up to me one time after Chicken Noodle Soup was released, and oh, he was... Oh, yes, you uh, told me this one. Keep going, though. <sighs> he came up to me, and he was like... First of all, this was like two months after it was released. So don't even start with a, have you heard? Don't even. Bruh, shut the fuck up. Bruh. <laughs> so he comes up and he's like, have you listened to Chicken Noodle Soup yet? <laughs> yes. Yes, I have. What do you think, you fucking idiot? <laughs> and it's like, it sucks because it's like a, a co-worker. So you there's, can't there's be a, super mean. No, but I, there are some times where I do think, I think I made him cry. And I, I think of that fondly whenever I can. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> yeah. This is one of them where I, if he, he, I'll just tell the story. Yes, it's a good story. So I don't know if he cried, but so he, he's, have you heard Chicken Noodles yet? Yes, I've listened to it. Oh, I didn't, doesn't ask me what I think, by the way. He just goes straight into, I didn't like it. Okay. Okay. (laughs) But I also wasn't, keep in mind, this is somebody who is quite a, like, quite a bit older than me. He's like, but I also wasn't part of the generation that the original was for. And I was like, oh, I think that's really interesting. Um, because I think if you actually took the time to listen to the original song, it wouldn't take somebody with, like, a master's degree (laughs) to figure out that the, the correlation between, like, chicken noodle soup and notoriously cheap meal with a soda on the side is, like, a metaphor for poverty and specifically, like, where, like, I, I'm not going to give you the whole spiel that I gave him because I, I don't think I need to. I believe in your intelligence a bit more. <laughs> um, I can if you want to, but. It's a good spiel. Um, I mean, it's, like, nothing exists in a vacuum, right? Like, that song was created by people who were living a very specific experience, putting that experience into a song that just so happened to also be canchy 
catchy and have a great dance to it. And that was able to reach. And this is, this is something part of what I said. And I was like, and so when you consider that that song that was created for this very specific experience in this very specific place, Harlem, (laughs) New York city to then reach somebody in Latin America and also reach somebody in Seoul and inspire an entire career for both of them, for them to then come together. I mean, what 20 years later and make a, a tribute to that song that is trilingual and to then have trilingual trilingual and to then have that song to be one of uh, at the time like i think that had been the highest charting song by a korean soloist at the time Mm -hmm. like it was an incredible like you can't deny that that was an incredibly influential moment in music history and that's what i said to him and he went from i didn't like it to oh i didn't think about it of course you didn't. You don't know how to think. And I love watching a grown man walk away with his tail between his legs. I love grown it's men so crying. It's so funny. It's so, so funny. fucking funny. Um, so he left. <laughs> and then like a week later, he came up to me and he was like, so I re-listened to that song and I thought it was really good. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm so sure you did, buddy. I'm so sure. I Men are exhausting. I have I have more stories about that coworker, but we'll just uh-huh. we'll cap it there. Chicken Needle Soup came out in 2019, four years ago. Okay. Okay. That's four years ago. That is crazy. You've been doing this forever. Yeah. I love being an army. It is so fun. Oh, we had such a blast at Yet to Come. I love being around army because everybody just gets it because People think you're crazy when you're by yourself. You're the crazy, like, BTS person. When you're around these people, it is it's so fun. fun. It is so fun. People just understood. Yeah. And it was, like, instant friendship. Yeah, instant. It. We hugged people. We didn't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was great. Yeah. Uh, the lady who sat next to you, friends. The lady who sat next to me, friends. The cool thing about it is that, you know, we were there and there were little old ladies, but then they're in our row, but then like a few seats down, there were these little kids who jumped up and did the dance during fire. Yeah. And it was just such a vast group of people, but everybody understood you. Everybody understood why you loved it so much. Everybody cried during that uh, lovely edit of their... (sighs) The last third. Because the energy was pretty hype for both concerts. I will say day one, I think, was a bit... They started off stronger, for sure. Day two, I think, overall had more fun. Day two had more fun, and honestly, having my little eight-year-old cousin there made me get all hyped up, too, because she was dancing, I was like, yeah, I want to dance, too. Yeah. Oh, she was so fun. She was the cutest little thing. Um, Her bias is Jungkook, by the way. Yes. Um, What was I going to (laughs) say? forgetting what we're saying i do have a bit of a headache and that, that is making it kind of hard mm. but it's it's chill it's gucci um, swag 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 on you chillin by the jungkook sang that song jungkook sang that song oh i love him jungkook sang that song jungkook sang two justin bieber songs how do you feel about that oh it made me go into a spiral honestly 
Um, because I had quite the Justin Bieber phase. I've seen Justin Bieber in concert. It was really fun. I went with my cousin that yeah. went with us to uh, the Justin Bieber show, so she's fun to go to concerts Yet to come. With. You went to Justin Bieber with the cousin that you went to Yet to Come with. Yes. Thank Not you. the eight-year-old, by the way. I think the, she the was one that's two when you went age. and saw yeah, Justin Bieber. Yeah, the one Bieber. that's our age. Yeah. But yeah, we went to the Justin Bieber concert together, and she came to Yet to Come with us, so that was fun. So fun. I'd never gotten to be at, like, a a show of any kind with her before, so that was really fun. Mm-hmm. But she's cool. I So, <laughs> here's the story. So, when um, Jungkook and Tay were doing the Instagram Live, yeah, I uh, was in the middle of therapy. <laughs> right. Um, I, I don't go in. I talk to her over Zoom. So I had their Instagram live pulled up while I was talking to my therapist. My therapist never listens to this. I'm sorry. It that was I mean, a that was a beautiful like new thing that they'd never done an Instagram live. I needed to see it. I needed to. Yeah. No, yeah. For sure. I could not miss that. Yeah. So I did see it. Didn't hear what they were saying, but like. I couldn't, it would not work for me. Yeah. So I gave up. Uh, uh, that was good. It was also, they, the Instagram was like right as I was like waking up too. So oh. it was like, it was like, I want to watch it, but I am not awake enough to figure out why it's not working. I tried like four or five times. That is fair. But then they went on Weverse before I got too upset about it. and They were just messing around with the Instagram Live, and they got into the top five most viewed Instagram Lives ever. Ever. Just them messing around. For ten minutes. For ten minutes. And then Tay was just like, all right, go back on Weverse. Yeah, he he tried it. He had fun. He was done. Yeah. I respect that. I, I love Tay. I love him. I love him. I love Kim Taehyung. He is... I see why my cousin decided he was... Her bias. He was your first bias. He was my first bias. He, oh, I love him. I adore him. He's intense. He is. But, oh. Hey! That makes you, me, and your cousin Team Trouble. Ah! In bias line. <laughs> I love Team Trouble. I love Team Trouble. There's a reason why they uh, do not. Just once. They just put them together once. just once. That that was my favorite. Come on, give a give us a twenty twenties update I want, on team I want trouble. a twenty twenty team trouble, man. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say something about team trouble. They're great. iPad kid. iPad kid. <laughs> the thing is, is like when he's drinking the Coke and the Mountain Dew, you can see Yoongi and Tay already have drinks, so they probably got Jungkook two drinks just so that he could drink them both at the same time. I love him. He is the funniest person in the world. Jungkook has changed the most. Jungkook has changed the most, but he's still very... Exactly the same. Exactly the same. And all that, like, he's so different, but in all the ways that, like, really matter. Yeah. I love Jungkook. He literally hung out with us for two hours, and then he... Two hours? Four hours. And then he came back, like two days later and talk to us more Netflix and food Netflix and food I missed that one I slept right through it (coughs) 
and all. I I woke up and I only saw like the last ten minutes of it, but it was because he was waiting for me. He knew I was gonna wake up soon, so he just waited for me. I'm unemployed, so I woke up like four hours later. <laughs> I had to go to work. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> sucks. Yeah. I love BTS. What? Okay. Quick, quick sidebar. They're Instagram photos, so we can decide how much time gets devoted to this. What is Yugi's problem? Yugi. It's that soup. <laughs> the soup changed him. It's the soup of... Nightmares. Sexy. <laughs> the soup, soup of, of sexy, sexy nightmares. <laughs> band name called it... Look, if there can be a band called Bowling for Soup, I think I should get to name my band Soup of Sexy Nightmares. Fair point. I like it. Let's do it. It's a folk metal fusion band. (laughs) He... What is he doing? Oh. Can I say something controversial yet brave? Controversial yet brave. Let's hear it. I think one of the things that Yoongi talked about exploring a lot more and being more vulnerable with this year and being kind of nervous to experiment with, um, and I don't feel like I'm going out on a limb here because he did just, like, with his Valentino brand, um, it was specifically with their non-binary clothing line. Mm -hmm. I think Yoongi is uh, experimenting a lot with, like, gender expression and identity, and I think that's good for him yes i was I gonna agree. say really hot but that's a great <laughs> it is really hot he has gotten hot like he was hot before but now it's like what the fuck it's honestly a little bit like if 29 i i feel personally attacked yeah like he's he's always been hot he's always been attractive yeah. But he just like, whoa, like what are you a, doing? A is the buddy? confidence. Yes. The confidence is so important. B, it's the especially like having gone back and rewatched a lot of old, like baby, baby BTS content. Yoongi really was wild. Yoongi was insane. Oh Yoongi was nuts. <laughs> he was very like angry. there's there's a reason the Sugar ninety three hoodie was like, you know, a pirate flag. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. A warning sign. Yeah. Yugi was crazy. I loved him. So just the emotional journey that he has been on. Yes. But him in AHL. So great. (laughs) Jin had to, like, drag him out so he wouldn't kick the dude's ass. Great. Great. Man of my dreams. But also Mr... I'm sorry, I've never raised my voice at anyone before. (gasps) I bet he hasn't. I bet he just threw hands. (laughs) I bet he did. I bet he just... (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Wow. Hmm. Cool. <laughs> That's so neat and fun. <laughs> and I have normal feelings about that. <laughs> I'm normal. I am the best. best. My, My opinion, opinion is the, the only one, one that matters. matters. <laughs> Just so you know, that was a running joke, the likes of which the Phil one. <laughs> Has, has since, but by the time that we actually got around to making the podcast, the Phil, Phil became the dog. This is the podcast. Yeah, that's that's our main joke now. But we like for the reason this is called "I am normal, I am the best." My opinion is the only one that matters. As we said that constantly, constantly. Yeah, you were the first one to say it. 
and I, I am normal. I am the best. My opinion is the only one that matters. I hate men. <laughs> <laughs> By the the official name of the podcast is I am normal. I am the best. My opinion is the only one that matters. The That's official, why it's, but it was too long. Yeah. So, so it's I am normal. Dot dot dot. You get it. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Episode six. We finally clarify what the name of the podcast is. It's great, because I am normal, I am the best, my opinion is the only one that matters. True or words? Phil! Phil! This is podcast! This is our opinion! <laughs> you knew it was coming. You knew we had to. How could we not? Uh, Sir, please, please get out of my house. Hell, it's been years. Please. My opinion is to, for you to get out. My opinion is that it's time for you to leave. Hell. Hell. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know if it's funny or if we just find it so funny. Nobody commented, so I'm gonna go with funny. It's hilarious. Abs- it is the funniest thing. My opinion's the only one that matters, and it's hilarious. Fuck Dan Owl. Fuck Dan Owl. We've been giggling about, like, the hard left hard podcast took last, last, last time. Just, yeah. Anyways, and this is how we got into BTS, and also... Fuck Dan Howell. <laughs> yeah, we weren't expecting it to go that way, but it just kind of did. Because we did get into BTS through Dan Howell, which... But I also have a lot of things to say. And But I also think he, I grew out of that fandom, and he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going through my stuff that I... I, I have BTS stuff downstairs still. I, like, there's not enough room in my, my room to have all of my BTS stuff up here. So I was going through my stuff to help my cousin find something to put on her shirt because she had to put something BTS on her shirt. And I was trying to find something. And I still have the signed Dan and Phil poster downstairs. I did not know that. And she was like, what's this? And I was like, oh, <laughs> whoa. Yeah, I got a signed... Do, do- I got it. I, I bought it before we moved in together. I, like... We weren't allowed to have our phones at work at the job that I had at the time, and I, like, snuck onto my phone so I could snag it. Yeah, signed Dan and Phil poster that we covered with tape with the BTS poster. Yeah, we got one of those J14, like, pull-out posters. I don't even think it was, you know, like, the the ones like where you... Like, the really flimsy ones. Yeah, but, like, there's ones that you pull out and you have to unfold it four yes. times because it's so big. It was that one. This was a two. You only unfolded it twice. <laughs> and we taped that very bad poster over our signed Dan and Phil poster. And I looked you in the eye as we were, like, pressing the tape down. Actually, we told the story last time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Still funny. Still funny. We still like them. Yeah. I I just really like shitting on Dan I really like shitting on Teen Wolf. I, I, here's the thing about, I'm I'm just gonna tie it back to that real quick. Here's the thing that I cannot get over about them killing Derek Hayloff. With fire, of all the fucking things, <laughs> is first of all, homophobic. Yeah. But second of all, I waited 11 years to watch that man have one good day, and they killed him with fire instead. That's so fucked up. That's so fucked He never had one good day. In season one, he's trying to, like, figure out who killed his sister, and, like, 
plot twist is that it was his uncle to take the alpha power to like get revenge on the chick who murdered their whole family who did so through like manipulation and sexual assault of a minor which is Derek Hale. That sounds so sad. It's so sad. That's just season one. It gets <laughs> it goes downhill from there, believe it or not. In season two, he finally has the alpha power. And so he starts turning teenagers, and then they decide that he's a really bad alpha, because he is. And so they leave town, and then they get, like, immediately murdered by hunters. Um, in season three, he, he finds out that his long-lost sister is alive and has been in South America for some reason. <laughs> um, and so she rocks up. And then he gives up the alpha power to save her, but then the actress wanted to leave the show because she she'd gotten the, the starring role of a different TV show. So he gives up the alpha power to save her, and then she just you never see her again. <laughs> Par for the course for Derek. He comes back, uh, and then at the end of season three, he gets kidnapped by the chick who uh, seduced him when he was a minor. Wow. She's still she comes back from the dead to kidnap him and take him to Mexico. Uh, the season four, he's losing his werewolf powers and he fully dies. I think that's season four. After season three, I get a little bit fuzzy. I did try to, I did start the whole series over in quarantine because I was like, I'm finally going to finish this show. And then I didn't. It was really bad. It does not, it just, it gets, like, you think it gets bad in season three and it just gets worse and worse. (laughs) And then, and then it gets even worse. And then they made a movie about it. Yeah. No, by like by like the second half of season six, Dylan O'Brien isn't even in it anymore. So there's no styles. But there is a monster that's killing people by like dissolving them into spiders. Hard pass. Ooh. Hard pass. Why would I take no styles, but more spiders? <laughs> this is not a fun trade-off. So this is why Riverdale is a cult. Because people were leaving with Teen Wolf so fast. But see, that's just, that's suspicious to me. Right. But here's the other thing that I think is really interesting about them deciding to kill off Derek Hale. Is that Tyler Hecklin, uh, who plays Derek, was an executive producer on the movie. So I have to wonder if he, because he's also now Superman. Yes. Um, which I will say, in my lifetime, I have not seen a better Superman. And I'll, I'll leave it at that. Um... I don't care about superheroes. <laughs> Superman's from Kansas. I take him a little bit personally. <laughs> I think I think he's doing a really good job as Superman. I have a uh, Superman shirt because I think it's cool. Yeah. 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 But fuck, fuck superheroes. I mean, I, yeah, I, I grew up loving superheroes, so it's, it's sad to me to see them be so, so not fun anymore. I'm sorry. I have seen three, maybe four Marvel movies. Against your will. They were all against my will. I hate Marvel movies. Marvel is... It's always the same. Oh no, there's a super bad guy. We're all gonna die. Here comes a superhero. Sometimes there is a plot twist and the superhero maybe is really hurt and almost dies. But no, then it comes back and the superhero saves the day and it's all the same. It's all the same. I hate superhero movies. I, yeah, no, they are. They are all actually just, they're all really bad. They're all so I don't bad. Underst- I cannot I, do superhero I movies. I don't understand how the Marvel movies are getting a free pass and how bad they are. 
because they're Marvel movies. People are so nuts about Marvel. They love it so much. There are so many but men. Men. I just cannot stand Marvel movies. I can't. I cannot do it. And I have gotten so much shit about it. Like, you haven't seen any Marvel movies? No, I don't want to. I don't understand. When I, I don't get it. When I worked at the video store, I we had a whole Marvel wall because of fucking course we did. Um, and I decided because, you know, I was there for like 10 hours a day. I was like, well, I guess I'll just put these in and I'll finally like watch all of them in like order. Mm-hmm. I watched like two. <laughs> And You're it so was dumb. Uh, like, and I just for perspective, I was rewatching Harry Potter movies to the point where my boss was like, I love Harry Potter. You are making me hate Harry Potter. <laughs> I need you to play something else. Harry Potter is an old reliable. Well, and that's the tricky part about working at a, like putting movies in to watch at a video store mm-hmm. is it has to be family friendly. Yeah. And like not a lot of movies are like the Harry first Potter's fr- family friendly. The first two Harry Potter movies, especially I'm like, I can put these in. Everybody's going to love it. No fact. We can quote the first two Harry Potter's word for word. Yeah. Oh, way before I started. Like we, we had, we've that been able to do this forever since eight. Yeah. If that and still can. And nobody believes me until we start watching it. And I'm sitting there and quoting it word for word. I should have known you would be here. Professor McGonagall. That is the first line. I know. I can quote the whole movie. <laughs> can quote the whole movie. So if you ever want to know, if you ever just want to listen to us quote the whole movie, let us know. <laughs> yeah, if you want to hear us quote Harry Potter movies from memory, maybe we'll set up a Twitch stream. <laughs> I can only really do the first two. I can do the third one a little bit, but the first two I have down. The third one I can a little bit. The third one was... I did not enjoy the third movie as a kid. I enjoy it a lot more as an it's adult. It's my favorite as an adult, I think. Yeah. Yeah, because same. Two was my favorite as a kid. Two was, two was my hardcore yeah. favorite as a kid. As a preteen, I was hard into the fourth movies, but I think that's because I was it's like... Because of their long hair. Yeah. And I, yeah. yeah. Fun fact! They so, hated it. Yes. But fun fact, do you want to hear... You, you'll remember this. So I wrote Dan, uh, Daniel Radcliffe. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> I do story. remember this. So I wrote Daniel Radcliffe a letter. I when... maintain that it was Danielle that ripped it. It was not me. <laughs> we'll get there. Okay. <laughs> um, I wrote Dan, Daniel Radcliffe. I almost said Dan Hell. Fuck Dan Hell. Fuck Dan Hell. <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe's, Daniel Radcliffe's I love homie. Daniel Radcliffe. I love Daniel Prime Radcliffe. Primetime homie. Yes. But I wrote Daniel Radcliffe a fan letter and I sent it to him. And on Christmas, I got a signed Christmas card from Daniel Radcliffe, and it had a picture of them filming, and you could see, like, Daniel, you could see the girl who played Fleur, and, like, Crumb, and you could it see was... Emma Watson, you could see all of them. Yeah, it underwater. was filming the underwater scene. They were all underwater, and it was the coolest thing, and I wish I still had it. I have no idea where it went, and he signed it and everything. I, I literally was... passed out. Yeah. I remember, I was like eight years old when I did this. He talks about sending those out somewhere, and I don't remember where it is exactly, but I feel like he said he only sent like 400 of those out. Ah! Like oh around God. the world. Yeah, no, and I opened it, because my parents... I wish you still had that. I do too. I want to know if my par- my parents, my mom is very... Your mom throws everything away. Well, she keeps a lot of stuff away. Oh. 
I thought you told me she threw everything away. She, they didn't throw everything away. Everything's in a huge storage. She throws a lot away, but those kind of things, I don't think she would throw that away. We'll have to ask her. Yes. Yeah. So. I could be wrong about how many he sent out, but I feel like, I, like the, the, the number 400 is sticking out to me for some reason. Oh, yeah. It was one of the coolest things I've ever gotten. I literally passed out. I opened it. My parents were so excited because they opened it first because they were like, what the fuck is this? And they opened it and they were just like, they knew what it was. And I literally just went, whoa. And I remember falling back, like legit passed out. Like on the floor. On the floor. Yeah. I I was gone. And oh, that was the greatest thing in the world. Always been fangirls. Always been fangirls. I've been doing this my whole life. Yeah. And this is why I've been screaming and ranting about the fact that BTS is different. Yeah. ARMY is different. ARMY is different. And like the thing is too is like yes we were children at you know even just at the height of like the harry potter popularity Mm -hmm. um so it's not like we were on live journal or anything um it's not like i was there for the height of you know spurk shipping (laughs) in the original star trek series but i'm a i'm a pretty like passionate fandom historian yeah so when i say like between beatlemania or like the email list or like geocities there has been nothing like bts yes i i have been in all of these fandoms my entire life i have been in the justin bieber fandom i've been in the one direction fandom i've been in the super hulak fandom all of these big fandoms and this is crazy to me this is one of the coolest things i've ever seen and i just i want i i am never leaving i want to see where this goes because this this is me on my rant again i think so many things could change because of army it is so different it is so cool and it's the it's the passion it's the community it's the and it's honestly i think a lot of it has to do with like the example set by bts too Mm -hmm. that really inspires like like okay we were talking to that one girl at the the first day of the concert who had had kind of a run-in with mean girls at the las vegas concert and the thing is is like of like there's no way to keep them out of out of the fandom you know but i do think it's important important to remember that like that kind of behavior is not representative of army Mm-mm. and it mean like what the fuck come on well, and like we don't really have a like we don't really put up with it no no like this is this is not the fandom this is not this is not the snobby fandoms no i, I meant like ph oh fandom fan fandom these are mean girls <laughs> Yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, my. And I think that's another thing that I've seen a lot of people talk about is, like, you can tell who is here because they want to be on, like, the quote-unquote winning side. Yeah. To who... I've always said this. Those who get it, get it. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that get it. And we know who doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. And this is just the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. It is. I like getting my family into it because so, I'm just like, you see what I'm talking about. 
Yeah. Because uh, they think we're nuts. Yeah. We're not. <laughs> or we are, but we are. we're not alone. But we're not alone. When I say every purple blood is like this. Yeah. I am not kidding. We fit right in. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, there was an author who was published recently, and this is the second army author that I've seen get published and kind of have a fandom recognition moment. Um, and I'm going to have to look up the name of the book. It was something to do with lemon trees and it, I almost bought it and then it seemed kind of sad and I was in a bad mental health place. So I didn't, but it seemed like a really good book. Um, but even just reading the bio, I was like, oh, she's purple blooded. She's <laughs> Purple blooded. She is purple blooded. She gets it. Um, I'm, I'm going to have to look up the name of that book. Hang on, we'll pause while I find that out. Okay, so the book as is, the book is as long as the lemon trees grow by Zulfa Kitu. So, um, and it's uh, about uh, teen and young adult fiction. Okay, description. A love letter to Syria and its people, as long as the lemon trees grow, is a speculative novel set amid the Syrian revolution, burning with the fires of hope, love, and possibility. Perfect for fans of The Book Thief and Salt to the Sea. Mm. And it's her debut book. But yeah, in the blurb, you can tell she is she is purple-blooded. Purple-blooded. I love yeah. them. Yeah. If we, did a, if we did an army book club, did y'all join that? Ooh, yes. Yeah. I've always wanted to read Demian, too. It's on my list. I love Jimin. Oh, I also love Jimin. Jimin also did a live live, uh, live stream. He did. I did not watch that. I, I also missed that one. It's sad. You know, <clears throat> for liking... The world. Well, for liking people who live on the other side of the world, I, in America, did not miss any of Jungkook's live stream because he was up till like six in the morning on his side of the world on my side of the world it was lovely daytime i <laughs> didn't miss it so i i feel like liking bts huh maybe it doesn't suck because also it sucked when i was in the one direction fandom and they were still on the other side of the world or they were on the other side of the world yeah because the the time zones were just weird, never never worked out. That's the thing is I can pr- I I can almost always do the math and figure out what time it is for BTS. Oh yeah, it's easy to figure it out. Yeah, I just count to four from where it is, or I count four extra ones. Oh yeah, yeah, and then it's the opposite. So if it's like four p.m. here, it's four, eight a.m. eight a.m. there. Yeah, yeah. easy. I could never figure out the time difference between us and England, though. No. No. <laughs> so confusing. And I don't care. <laughs> Even when I cared, I don't care. I didn't care that much. Yeah, no. I've never cared about anything the way that I care about BTS. Yeah. And that's that's a, another interesting thing, is, like, Team Wolf is so important to me, but even when I talked about it with other people, um, yeah, it's garbage. It's the worst show I've ever seen. It's my favorite. It's awful. Don't watch it. I love it. No, if, like, anybody says anything remotely. Mean. I see red when people say mean shit about like, BTS. Do not talk to me. If, if it's not glowing praise. If you are not super nice and just say the nicest things, even if it's eh, they're alright. Nope. See red. Yeah. I, no, I do not, do not If talk you don't have them. anything nice to say about BTS, do not mention them at all. I don't want to hear it. I No. And I also don't understand this idea of like 
if I say, if I'm talking about something that I enjoy, what do you get out of saying mean shit about it? Men, we don't make fun of football enough. We need to start making fun of football. It's the tight pants. Why do they have to dress so slutty? And why do you like looking at it so much? <laughs> we, our, our boys don't even wear that tight of pants. No, like, no, ever. BTS are very professional gentlemen. They would never. <laughs> they also do choreographed moves. Just yeah. like BTS, your boys choreograph their moves. Except for they're not as good as BTS, no. obviously. No. I We do not make fun of men enough. It needs to happen more. I do. I, I, I We do, but like I us as a society. I it love... Is, mm, it just makes my day. Because, like, it just I don't know, makes they always want to pick a fight with me as if they think they can win. And then I make them cry, and it's funny. Every time. Every time. Every time. Every time. I just... I am so sick of men thinking that they are better. Because... They're not, and it's not fair, and it's been like this for centuries, centuries. It's always been like this. Men have always been the ones more in charge. If you look throughout history, it's usually men in charge. It's predominantly carried throughout um, the way that Christianity uh, took over throughout the world. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. It is... Things are not going well with men in charge. I'm sorry, but well, it is true. I'm not sorry. Also, not sorry. another thing that I would like to point out is with all of these laws that are more restrictive towards women and also these conversations that, that are being had about the way that, like, women are not choosing to be in long-term relationships ah. with men. But also, like, and I don't understand how men are making these, like, rant videos about how they, like, can't find a, a woman to stay in a relationship with them and at the same time like I didn't there are so many memes about cheating and it's like it's the same it's the same people who are like liking these memes laughing at these memes and then like they, I don't I don't it's not fair like I hear and the sad part is like I do understand like the thought process and what's happening but at the same time, it's like, but why, though? Yeah. Thought process. They don't think. <sighs> yeah. It, it, here's the thing. Here's the thing about men is that, at, first of all, they are completely incapable of handling any sort of emotion. Whenever men are like, oh, you're so... Like, they have no concept of the fact of how... Like, they are so detached from their own emotions that they mm. will call you emotional before they acknowledge the fact that they just put a hole in the fucking wall rather than deal with their own emotions. That is... It... it it's sad. It's sad, it's but sad. also at the same time, it's like, it's the, it's the doubling down yes. on, like, because let me show you BTS. They've done everything right. You could, like, it is possible and attainable to be a decent person. It is possible to be a man and a decent person. And yet they it's clear. They double down on feeding into their own insecurities. And that's like that's what cheating is, is it's it's mm-hmm. a huge it's a manifestation of insecurity in a relationship. Because let me tell you, if you are secure with your partner, you are not trying to get like you're not trying to get like one over on them by like sneaking around and cheating on them behind their back. It's 1000% about insecurity on the part of the person who is doing the cheating. You don't mm-hmm. cheat if you feel comfortable with your partner. 
And so it's the, it's like, it's the rush that they get from sneaking around. It's the, like, <sighs> okay, so like, for example, my, oh, I don't know if I should, those people are kind of close to me and I don't think they would appreciate it if I put this online. Um, <laughs> for example, let's just say that there's maybe a relationship where a woman it finds herself in a new career, uh, one that she finds very fulfilling and that she uh, maybe puts a little bit more of her own time into. And uh, the, the man starts to feel like he is not getting the same level of attention that he is used to. He will go and cheat because he still needs to feel like he is the most important. Or like, and, and you also see it with like when people have like new kids mm -hmm. being added into the equation. Like careers and kids are like, I think the big ones that really push men to, to like feed into that insecurity yeah. of I need to, I, I, I need to to have this feeling that I have control over this relationship in this way. Mm -hmm. um, and also, like, if no one else uh, is willing to say it, cheating is a form of sexual violence. If you cheat... Well, because you're... you're here's, here's my point. You are bringing... Like, if you are in a monogamous, like physical relationship with somebody mm -hmm. and they believe that it is monogamous but you are secretly having sex with other people and bringing like the possibility yeah. of unexpected stds into the equation like that's a form of sexual violence yeah oh. you have decided that that person that you are in, that you are intimate with that their health means less to you than your sick little power game that you've invented for yourself mm-hmm Amen. And, like, obviously, it's not just men who cheat. Obviously. But it is mostly. But, <laughs> that being said, dudes, what the fuck? And that's why not women are choosing not to be shit in on men. And that's why women are choosing not to be in relationships with men anymore. And it's, and it's scaring them. And that's, I think, why we're seeing such an uptick in, like, mm -hmm. these hyper-conservative laws about women's bodies and, and how much of their bodies can be it's shown scary. and how much, like, medical control they have over their own bodies. Because people are... Men. Not people. Men are scared of women. Terrified. Because we are smart. And it is... They cannot... They, they cannot do anything on their own. They are completely incapable. And they're so... They're, they're far too scared to ever admit how completely incapable they are. Have you ever met a man who knew how to do laundry, and cook, and do dishes, and keep a clean household? No. 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 Not one. I know of men who four? can. I know of men who can. BTS. That's it. That's it. Who can do all four of those things? Yeah. Yeah, no. I, and I mean all four. And I don't mean, like, can do the laundry but fucks it up every time. I mean, like, successfully can do... And I don't mean like can, can cook put away the dishes. Knows where to put the dishes away, you know. Men who don't know where to put the dishes, well, no, that's here, and that's <laughs> the other thing too. Is it's a weaponized incompetence. You're so true. you're telling me you've lived in a house for years and you don't know Six, where to put seven years. You don't know where to put a dish away at. No, you Please, do. Shut up! Like you're come just on, you dude. are just a lazy waste of oxygen. Like and. They are so entitled. I've been seeing a bunch of those, like, nice guy shits 
of like, well, I'm the nice guy. They're bringing that shit back. Like it never left. <sighs> here's here's another thing is like. So there was this TV show that I used to be uh, very into. It's not Teen Wolf. Um, <laughs> but it did inspire Teen Wolf, and it, it's uh, Buffy. And I, Buffy. I used to be so into Buffy. You remember how into Buffy I was? Yeah. You could not pay me to rewatch that shit. There is nah. not enough money in the world. Because let me tell you, every girl has a Xander. And the real problem is that Xander is Joss Whedon's self-insert character <sighs> that sexually harasses Buffy for six fucking seasons. So gross. Disgusting! So Literally... Gross. Like, you're never going to watch Buffy, so let me just no. tell you how season one ends. Spoiler alert. Uh, so season one ends, she goes to fight, like, the master, which is, like, the oldest vampire that they've been trying to fight all season, because they like, they went big with season one, and then they just had to go bigger from there. And I'll just give you three guesses how that long-term worked out for them. It was a terrible show. Um, <laughs> Speaking the truth. It's it's bad. When you start with, he's the oldest and most powerful vampire who ever lived, and we killed him in season one. Come on. Where do you fucking go from there? We didn't there? kill Voldemort in the first book. Right? Yeah. Thank you. No, it was a bad show. Um, <laughs> but that's what they... So she kills him at the, in season one. But, like, she gets this prophecy that she's... Before she goes to fight him, she gets this prophecy that she's gonna die. Mm, that sucks. And then Xander's like, hey, by the way, like, I'm in love with you. And she's like, I don't have time for this. She's like, I, like, I super value you as a friend. I just got a prophecy that I'm going to die. Super not on my, like, high on my priority list right now. And he, like, actually is mad at her for it. Like, actually, like, treats her like she's done something wrong to him by yeah. not wanting to and that's the thing is like he doesn't like he's not into her because she's smart or capable or like any cool like, cool she's such a buffy is one of the coolest characters and it's so sad that she came out of a show like buffy where every other character is the worst fucking character <laughs> you've ever seen in your life all of them uh <laughs> faith is cool <laughs> Oz was cool. Everyone else? <laughs> Thin fucking ice. Anyways, um, no, she's so, he, he, that, that doesn't factor into it at all. He literally just wants to get with her for six seasons Ugh. because she's hot. That's it. That's all he sees her that. for. You know what other show I will never watch? I've never seen it and I will never watch it. How I Met Your Mother. No. Friends. Yes. Fucking hate Friends. I fucking hate Friends. I also have not Ross watched. Geller is terrifying. Yeah. If you really look at some of the shit that he pulls on that show. And also, like, okay, I was, I have something that, maybe this just didn't age well. Maybe nobody should have ever laughed at this. But, like, in, like, the first five episodes, because everybody talks about friends, so I made an attempt. Yeah. Right? I respect you so much, Mom June. I love you so much. I hate friends. I made an <laughs> attempt. And this was before we ever got into BTS, by, like, years. In the first five episodes, there's a joke about how Phoebe is vegetarian, mm -hmm. and they've been, like, lying to her about the ingredients, because Monica's a chef, and so they've been lying to her and telling her that one of these dishes is vegetarian, but it's, like, had beef in it the whole time. Ew, why would they do that? I, that's so that's fucked up. That's so fucked up. Was it a man who came up with that idea? I don't Probably. Ugh. Because, again, like, I don't know, the correlation between the autonomy that women have in their bodies and media and a, men being, a, a man being behind 
the most egregious bullshit. It's always a man behind it. It's so infuriating and annoying, and I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Exhausting. They are exhausting. It's it's not fair. And I am so done with all of that. Fuck men. (laughs) I just... What... What do, what do they expect us to want out of that situation? What do they think we get as a benefit? That's what I don't understand. You have no emotional intelligence. You will claim to not have any knowledge of any housekeeping whatsoever, which when calculated, house, housework is a 45-hour-per-week job that should be split between two people especially in an era where everybody has a full-time job mm-hmm. even in like like a, a you cannot and and even the more tolerable ones are the ones who are like well you know of course I'd be happy to help you just need to tell me what you need no I don't want to fucking tell you to do the dishes like, you just have to know. I saw this TikTok of this girl, and she dated men her entire life. And then she started dating a woman, and she lived with these men, and then she has just moved in with her girlfriend. And she was like, the difference between living with all men, or like living with a man and living with a woman, is crazy. Because when she was with the men, they were always willing to help, but she always had to be like, will you do this? Will you do this? No, the, her, and when she's with her girlfriend, everything just gets done. Yeah. Everything just gets done. It's good. Um, and that one, have well, you... That's added labor. You are expect, because now you're expecting her to know, like, you are now expecting your partner to anticipate the needs of the entire household to the point where she can then delegate to you. Like, you come on. That is still labor. You are not, they are that stupid, but like, no, they are. It seems like common sense. But that's the problem is that they are so completely unequipped for the world. And it starts from the way that they're raised. Mm-hmm. And I, like there's hope. There's but hope. The same, it's BTS J-Hope. It's J-Hope. It is. When people ask me, like, people know, a lot of people know how much I hate men. I really do hate a big majority of them. I'm, I hate to say that, but, like, maybe hate's not the right word. I just am sometimes, so sometimes sick you can of it. Tell, sometimes you can just tell by the way that a man, like, holds his face or <laughs> walks. And you're like, that's a bad one. Yeah, you can just tell. And when, when I make it clear that I do not like men. People are like, well, you love BTS. No, my love for BTS makes my hatred for men even Even worse. Also, I do just want to point out, I don't understand this idea that, like, you know, you and I are bad for hating men. (laughs) I do just want to throw out there. How many shelter animals have something on their their little tag that's like, does not like men? Mm -hmm. Versus how many have does not like women. I've never seen does not like women. I think I've heard of one. Ugh. One. And I've seen many does not like men. Oh, so many. Yeah. So many. Be- and it they are complete, like, there no, is zero emotional intelligence. 
None. A, a bafflingly small amount of emotional intelligence. It, it's possible. It is possible. And that's what drives me crazy the most. Is It is possible. It is proved that men can do it. They just don't. They just don't. It starts with the things that they don't... The, the, the building blocks for them to be functional human beings is like acknowledging that they want positive human touch which everyone should have, like, eight of per day. Yeah, which is okay. It is okay to do that. No, the only time that men <sighs> accept touch in any form of intimacy... Is sex. Is sex or violence. Yeah. And that's it. And that's why they are the way that they are. So it starts with accepting that you need a hug every now and then. Good fucking luck. Then you would need to start unpacking a lot of the emotional issues, which they are completely incapable of because they have... They don't even know what emotions are. No. Right? And then you would have to start unpacking, like, the power dynamics. Right? Because they are so, like... I went on vacation with my family over the summer. And I had a conversation with my uncle that just... I would rather die single than ever <laughs> be in a relationship like this. But he was talking about how he, uh, and his girlfriend was in the truck with us, too. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah. He told me this. Yeah. 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 Keep going. He was talking about how there's this, and this is how he explained it, there's this thing that women do where, like, if she asks you to hold her purse, you need to say no because you're proving that you're more... She's trying to see how much of a, like, pushover you are, and you need to make sure that you establish that you're, oh like... My and God. I'm pretty sure he used the phrase alpha male. And I just want to throw out there, why don't you just hold the fucking purse? Like, it's not that big of a deal. People no. are not going to look They'll at come you up and be with, like, are they you will, gay? They will come up with a whole fucking circus to explain why they don't want to hold a purse. And, like, it's just... I cannot. I can't handle this anymore. It is so... Exhausting. 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 I... And I'm not even dating them. I just have to hear them speak. And what's with the day snoring? What's what's with the mouth breathing so loud? <laughs> it can be heard... I hear it in my apartment from other apartments. <laughs> Your apartment is very... It's fairly soundproof. Yeah. Yeah. No, you can, like, stomp all up in that place, and I don't hear anybody else, but what I hear is fucking day snoring. What is with that? Can you, like... Have you considered seeing a doctor for that? (laughs) I can't... I can't do it. I can't do it. Exhausting. I'm so done. So tired. I just think that... Something needs to change. Something needs to change. So I propose that we start, uh, (laughs) I think we start with getting them into, if we need to, with no books and no (laughs) webcomic, we need to give them the music videos that piece together the HYYH storyline. And by the time that they have no books though, no books, no clues, you know, or like clues only, no 
Because like, we, we figured out H-Y-Y-H. Yeah, and hey, if you ever want to see us react to the video we posted when we figured out H-Y-Y-H. Six years ago, almost. We reported it. They we didn't re- publish the webcomic until 2019. Yeah. 2019. It was the beginning of 2019. They published the webcomic explaining everything. Six years ago. The book came out later in 2019. Our video was from the summer of 2017. Mm-hmm. And we were wearing tinfoil hats we thought we were so funny but like we were right and we recorded it on my shitty laptop camera at like 3 a.m at like 3 in the morning and we like rant about how hyyh will play out and we were right yeah we were right. i also i want to point out in the summer of 2017 the the f- fandom wide theory was that Jin was the only one who was dead, and that's why he was filming on the camera. Mm-hmm. That was the running theory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nope, that is no, we not broke it. correct. We had it broken down, like, to the T. And at that time, only the, it was, like, fake love wasn't out yet. It was only, what was it? The, uh, highlight reels. Highlight reels, the, that was. Those were what came out that made us go, okay, we gotta figure this out. yeah. It was the highlight reels that came out. So that's as far as we had. So it was like from the highlight reels back. Yeah. And even after the highlight reels, the like the, the fandom-wide theory mm-hmm. was still that Jin was dead. So yeah, if you ever want to see that. It's, it's, we look like a hot mess. Yes. <laughs> I still had, I still had really bad acne back then. We were so, so young. Ago, babies. Babies. Our entire adult life, we've been BTS fans. Yeah. 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 I, there's a video of me blackout drunk on my 21st birthday talking about Jimin. (laughs) If that's not your entire adult life, I don't know what is. She was making a finger heart and saying this is Korean K-pop for I love you. And we still say that. Yeah. Every time. It was funny. This is Korean K-pop for I love you. (laughs) I'm a very funny person. (laughs) I'm a very appealing. I'm a very appealing person. And Madeline, how many napkins do they put in the holders in that scene? Like four. Oh my gosh, that is so annoying. Cinderella story. They are filling up their napkin containers and they only put like four in each one and it drives me crazy. Do you think Hilary Duff has ever worked in a diner? No. No. It's for the effect. And it was funny for the... For the scene. I didn't even notice it until you pointed it out and then I was like, "Mm, Oh, it's driven me crazy since I was like... 12. Can't unsee it. Yeah. I, it still deserves an Oscar. It still does. Her, waiting for you is like waiting for rain in this drought. Useless and disappointing. disappointing. Men are exhausting. <laughs> Men are exhausting. Why didn't she get an Oscar for that? Yeah. But, I mean, she, she said it. Men are exhausting. I'm so sick of it. So sick of it. Austin Ames. <laughs> Love that movie. A great. But, yeah. Top five movies you've ever seen go. Number one is The Click. Number two <laughs> is... Okay, number one for me is the first Scooby-Doo. Number two is The Click. Number three <laughs> is A Cinderella Story. Number four is Lemonade Mouth. Oh, Lemonade Mouth's great. Fantastic. Yoongi and Jungkook love Lemonade Mouth. I can't, like, I can't ask them this, but just trust me, they love it. Yes. Um, those two specifically. <laughs> uh, and number five is Princess Diaries 2, A Royal, Royal Engagement. Engagement, with Chris Fine. 
yeah. You know who I really can't fucking stand? Who? Christopher's. Or Chris's in general. Yeah. Chris Martin is fine. Chris Pine is great. Chris um, Pine. Chris Martin. I'm, I'm Chris sorry. Martin. Chris never. Martin. He's never. He's doing great. Yes. Um, he, he's a military wife. <laughs> <laughs> My apologies to Dakota Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> I almost said fanning. That's not right. Yeah, I was like, Johnson. Yeah, my apologies to Dakota Johnson for Kim Sukjin stealing your husband. Start a support group with Anderson Pack. Do you blame them though? I would let Jen steal my significant other. Heart, kidney, kidney, everything. Whatever he wanted to steal from me, he can have it. Yeah, I don't have any money, so I might want to start with the kidney. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I think it's a good place to wrap it. Where are we at? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think that's a good place to wrap it. Cool. Uh, Thanks so much for hanging out with us this week. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, We hate men, but I love BTS. I'd be sad about Derek Hale dying, but I'm too busy being happy about BTS. So fun. Yet to come. Hey, comment. Derek. (laughs) (laughs) No, he was burned, not ripped. Um, <laughs> there is like a, there is a large part of me that's like still 17 and is like, no! <laughs> why? But mostly I'm just like, nah, what a, at least I won't have to see them butcher his character anymore. True. You know? True. Um, thanks for hanging out. Yeah. I, uh, you know, we would love to hear from you about your yet-to-come experiences. Ooh, yes. So if you want to uh, comment those either on Instagram or Twitter. That would be great. And we'll talk to you real soon. Bye. Bye. Swag.